I was looking at what's happening in the States right now and looking at how all those women literally have won so much. And I was following um, one of them, actually. Um, my mind's gone blank, and this happens to me a lot because I don't have any notes in front of me. Um, the lady who had the 800,000... Um, Stacy Stacy Abrahams, yes, absolutely. And, oh my God, guys, I saw her followers go up by half a million in like two or three days and i'm thinking why on earth how like how like for those of you guys on periscope you know that we talk about stuff like this all the time so i'm thinking how on earth did she get that that growth and i started looking at her story and stuff like that and i just saw somebody who was just unrelenting i saw you know similar things you know to what i'm about um, the things that I'm passionate about, I saw it there. I saw the hunger, the drive, and everything else. Um, so I was just thinking to myself, what is it that's needed in this year now? Um, what is it that's needed in this year now for us to be able to, for us to be able to take over as women? And I and I was looking at a lot of things that's happening. A lot of things right now. I was thinking to myself, wow, like. If only women can actually see the the season we are in right now. A lot of the time, you know, I was on. Um, I'm not. A, I'm not really big on Twitter. What I do actually, um, absolutely. Um, um, Ft nine. Yes, it's the lady who managed to get eight hundred thousand black people registered to vote. Right. That's where my focus is on right now. You know, my focus right now is how do I mobilize in that way? There is about. How many billions of people around the world? My concern as a woman right now, I'm not thinking local anymore. I'm thinking global. I'm thinking, how is it that one human being, even after everything that happened to her, she was knocked back so many times. I think she even lost her position. She didn't go back to planning. She lost her position by 1.7% or 1.8%, which is very, very, very small margin. She didn't think... Um, um, she didn't think about how, she didn't think about how she lost. What she started to do is she started to think about how she was able to move forward next. Now, I want, I want you guys to understand something, right? And a lot of people ask me, okay, Mariam, why do you, um, um, why do you, um, wh where's your thinking from? Why do you think this way? Why are you so hungry? Why are you so, why are you so, why are you so on it? Right? I get that a lot. And I say to people all the time, the reason why I'm actually so on it is because of my background, where I'm coming from. I don't, I can't speak for everybody. I can't speak for everybody, but I can speak for my majority. Yeah, I can speak for my majority. I know where I'm coming from. And you know what's so ironic about when, when, when you see a movement like this with women, two things happen with women. You can see a collective of women come together like what we saw in America, yeah? I'm talking like a collective of women, Muslim women, black women, Asian women come together and fight and rally to raise the next or the first ever vice president of a country. Or you can get women pulling each other down. I'm wondering what 2021 is going to look for you. You see, my 2021, guys, my 2021 is, is going to be fantastic. And I'll tell you why. It's going to be fantastic because of how I started 
how I've started this year. There's a lot of things that have actually happened to me this year. You know, my dad passed away a few months ago. Um, my dad passed away a few months ago. And and I, I, I was actually having a conversation with my mum yesterday. And she was like, are you okay? What's happening? You know, what are you thinking about? What's going on with you? Like, what's happening? We haven't really spoken much. Like, what are you thinking about? And I, and I said to my mum, I said, look, mum, I... I've made a lot of choices, right? I've made a lot of choices. And in those in those choices, those choices have repercussions. And for me, the repercussions of my choices are to raise more female leaders. So raising um, leaders always comes, always comes with a fight. Always comes with a fight. And I'm, and I'm looking at what it would have taken Stacey Abrams to push to rally 800,000 people. What it would take, it would take sometimes your whole entire life being on the line for the sake of others. And, I'm, and, I'm, and I was looking at my Instagram DMs and my messages, and I'm looking at some of the things that, you know, I, I shared one or two on the stories and then one obviously on my, on my, on my actual page. And there was a 15 year old girl and she was saying, you know, Ma'am, I'm so inspired by you. I've been trying to reach you. And the messages go back from September. The messages go back a while, go back a while. And she's been trying to reach me for a long time. And she's saying, Mariam, I need to speak to you. I want to do something. I want to dream. I want to live. I want to do something. And I don't have anybody to help me. And I, what I was explaining to my mom yesterday is that I've decided that I'm going to start my New Year's resolution now. I'm not waiting I'm not waiting for January to come to decide that I want to help people. I've been helping people. You know, um, one of the things, you know, I didn't even know that I was interested in politics. That's a big fact. But I think I was having an argument with one of my friends and they were talking to me about this. And I was like, I'm sorry to say, but, you know, as for me, I'm doing, I'm doing better than my local MP. I'm doing better than my local MP. I'm doing better than any any, any politician that I know, why? Because currently in my house, I'm living with like 10 women in my house, in my house. I'm financing their school. I'm financing, you know, their careers. I'm funding their businesses. I'm, I'm setting them up. And this isn't a choice that I started to do today. So what did that make me think about? It started to make me think about the new world order, the new set of women that are there. The new set of women that are there, what? What are they going to do? You know, we have a choice as, as women. Can we come together and be a collective? As women, can we come together and be a collective and raise the new, raise the next generation of leaders? Or are we going to continuously speak? Are we going to continuously bring each other down? writing the book right now so it's given me a lot of time or finished um finished writing the book um but I'm, I'm proofreading to make sure that what i'm sharing with people is real facts what i'm what i'm the information the content i'm sharing with people is my truth and, and one of the things i had to really think about um i was doing the acknowledgement page and you know like which is like a thank you page i guess and i was thinking a lot about what has helped me in my journey and i thought you know what guys yeah I'm really naughty that's the truth like I there's no capping like I don't think I have to spell it out um to everybody that okay right you know like I'm like a princess no like I am actually 
you know, I can be quite naughty. Um, and, and, and I started thinking about my childhood. I started thinking about my childhood and I started thinking about, um, I started thinking about some of the things that happened, you know, and you, you, I'm gonna talk to you guys a lot about grooming in the book, how I got involved in the things I got involved in, how young I was, and I think it was as young as 14, and how I started, when it started. The book is really, really detailed. But I thought about the person that was there for me on my journey a lot. And I think, you know, um, so much has happened in my life, guys, really like so much has happened that I don't remember everything. I literally have to, um, I literally have to call other people say, guys, do you remember that day? And they're like, no, man, it didn't happen that way. This is actually how it happened. I remember having to call my sister and um, I remember having to call my sister and said, okay, on this day, da 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 da. And I, and I realized that I had to actually call her a lot. And I started to realize then that she's been my cheerleader. She's been, another woman has been, it's not even about her being, um, it's not even about her being um, my bloodline. She's just been my cheerleader from the jump. She's just been there. As in age 14, 15, um, she is bailing me out of prison. And she's bailing me out of this situation, bailing me out of this, bailing me out of that, bailing me out of that, bailing me out of that. And I'm thinking to myself, how on earth did I, um, um, guys, if you can see, I'm gonna, you might wanna move out of the way. Sorry guys, if you can see, sorry guys, I'm talking to two platforms at the moment. I'm on Instagram and I'm on Periscope, so bear with me. I will get to you guys shortly. There's two streaming platforms on right now, so yeah, let's be patient. I'm coming to you guys, don't worry. Just invite your friends to keep joining um, and um, we'll be fine, but I'm having two, two different conversations. You know, I'll say something. I've never, ever, 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 you know, denied anything I've ever done. But what I've always done was create a platform. Um, <laughs> um, create a platform for other women. And I'm just thinking about how much my sister actually helped me from, the, I'm talking like the person is just there. There's nothing you can do wrong. And the person is just constantly there, constantly there, constantly there. And she said something to me yesterday. She said, um, look, I'm gonna tell you, and she's not in my world. She's not, she lives her own life and does her own thing. And she was saying to me, and I'll tell you something now, right? Um, I'll tell you something now. Whatever you do, yeah, in your life, it affects us. Whether you like it, you don't like it, whatever you do has a domino effect on the people you love. Whether, um, I'm not an MUA guys, I'm not, um, or a hairdresser. Whatever you do um, affects us. The good, the bad, the highs, the low, but we are there. So one of the, the chapters in my book actually is called Tribe. It's called Tribe. And it made me really think about this new era that we are in right now. And I always say to, the, to, to my mentees, those that are in their mid-20s, 21 to 25, I hate that age. I'm sorry. Most of the people commenting right now, you're that age. They're so freaking clueless. They think they're going to get to the next level without sponsorship. Sponsorship is not just financial. It's not just like, hey, let me give you a pound. They think they're going to get to the next level without mentorship. They think they're going to get there just by being there. It doesn't work like that. Somebody has to send you, has, somebody has to send the ladder down to you. Somebody has to uplift you to get to, you're not going, wherever you are right now, forget about me as Marion. Forget about what I'm saying. Forget about, forget about me, your thoughts or your perceptions of me. I need you to look at your life. Do you like the position you are in right now? Are you happy? Are you financially stable? 
are you are you are you chuffed are you like i'm it because if you're tuning into this periscope right now when you're making statements yeah you need to understand something you need to understand that you are whatless at 9 a.m in the morning you can't be happy with where you are so what is my advice what is my advice my advice is what you've got to do, right, is you've got to go and seek support. You've got to get mentorship. You've got to find somebody who's going to send the ladder down. Sending the ladder down is a form of sponsorship, a, a, a form of supportship, a, a, a form of mentorship. So I've majored a lot on that in my book. And I began to speak about people that have put me on. And I'm actually one of the people I was quite surprised that I, um, I re actually was P. Nikki. And I actually thought about the role that she played in my life, a strategic role. She and you know the thing is, guys, yeah, the role of a helper, the role of a support system as women, yeah, isn't sometimes what we think it is. Sometimes what we think it is, is, oh yeah, like, um, I'm her best friend, I'm her cheerleader, I'm going to like all her pictures on Instagram, we're going to go out eat in Hakkasan, but no one ain't got the money for it. That's not what this is. Sometimes it could just be that, your position there to move someone forward for a season. You're just there to move somebody forward for a season or to strategically play somebody. And I was thinking about what that woman done for me. And it was merely just introducing me to my mentor. That, that one strategic position that she played in my life as another woman, right? Not only transformed my life, but transformed the lives of hundreds of women that I'm connected to. And dare I say thousands, dare I say the 12,000 people that tuned in to my Periscope last week. In fact, when I was looking at the statistics of my social media, it hit my, my Instagram hit 1.5 million, 1.5 million. It reached 1.5 million accounts in two or three days. I can say that another woman played a huge role in, in strategically positioning and positioning my life. Positioning my life, not so I can get Instagram views, I don't think you'll understand it. Positioning my life so that when people do eventually come on my Instagram, what are they hearing? They're hearing the message. What is the message? What I believe in. What I believe in, what do I believe in? I, I believe in women sending the ladder down. One of the books I'm reading right now, or I'm taking notes on right now, is Ariana Huffington, and the book is called Thrive and she's doing great, right? You know, everybody knows that it's Huffington Post, whatever. At the back of this book, right? Ariana is being cheerleaded. Her quotes from this book is by another woman, right? Sheryl Sandberg, Facebook, Facebook Coup, is cheerleading her. Suzanne Kane, another author. People are just pushing it forward. Other women are pushing her forward. Another female leader is pushing her forward. Ariana? Incredible inspiration there. Um, this is my personal favorite because it's really like, it's crazy. This book is um, Tamara Mellon. She is the co-founder um, of Jimmy Choo. Some of you may not know that, but she's the co-founder of Jimmy Choo and how she lost the company. And you know, her stories is, um, her story is crazy. It's insane, it's mad. Um, and here she is, she tells a very vulnerable story. She talks about drugs. She talks about her family. She talks about her, her her daughter, she talks, she goes in deep and I was very, very, very inspired by that. I'm not going to talk about this book. I'm not going to talk about that book. And then Sheryl Sandberg, as you guys can see that I'm highlighting points that count to me, um, lean in. 
I'm going somewhere this morning and I will get to answering your questions shortly. Lean in. And, you know, I don't know anybody who has received a more praise than Cheryl, right? You can see the Times, um, <laughs> the Times, the Economist, the Telegraph, the New York Times, the Atlantic, the Financial Times. People are just here giving this woman praise for her incredible work. And it goes on the Wall Street Journal, the Guardian, and la that. She's going on and she's going on and she's going on. I'm coming somewhere. I'm coming somewhere. This is, this is like the Holy Grail. You guys, I've posted it before. If you ain't seen it, that's your business. And then um, Chris, actually. Most people don't actually know that Chris Jenner has a book. Um, this is a really good book. Again, you can see markers on there. And I'm inspired by her. Um, the second book, sweetheart, um, Princess For Real. The second book is Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg. She is the coup of, um, the coup of um, Facebook, right? I'm going somewhere. I'm coming for you guys. The Jimmy Choo one, is that what you want to know? If, you're, if you want to start a business, good morning, Rachel. If you want to start a business, right, or your business is getting, um, is, is at the point where you're looking for invest, investors, read this freaking book, guys. She cuts in deep at what happened at Jimmy Choo, the scandals, everything, right? And then um, Chris Jenner, which I'm just loving. Um, I'm inspired by Chris Jenner. I'm absolutely inspired. I'm inspired by how she talks about her daughters, how she's raising a new generation of women. I'm, I'm inspired by how Chris is raising a legacy of multi-billionaires. Do you think that the Kardashians sit in their house and have fun and tea and coffee every day? No. Do you think Chris is telling them exactly what to do with certain, for, for certain decisions? Yes. Will I be doing this for my daughters? Absolutely. Do you think my daughter's going to tell me, Ma, I want to do... I'm going to look at her like, are you okay? Are you okay? Good morning, Rach. I, I'm, I'm inspired a lot by this woman, a lot by what she's done. Um, okay, okay. And then, um, again, if you're a business person, this is a really good book. Maria, I call her Maria Rodeo because I can't say her last name, I'm really sorry. Maria, Mrs. Mrs. Rodeo, she's the founder and CEO of Rodeo, a crazy skincare business. I'm coming somewhere. And then um, another one, and she talks about, you know, she, I think she was in investment banking, and she talks about... Um, she talks about, the, the book is called, this is called How to Make It Happen. But the original book, which you should read, also is Overnight Success. And how people think that um, overnight success just came because she blew so fast. And she spoke about how she lost money. And the book is so mad. Like, it's just, the first chapter of the book is How I Made It Happen. I'm in debt. I owe money. It's one of those kind of books. And then, um, very dear to my heart. Um, Angie Martinez and you can see here the book was actually forwarded by J. Cole which is so crazy right and then at the back of this book I'm coming somewhere guys if you can give me some time um, Periscope you can see here um, and it says that this is this I'm going to read you the reviews and I'm going to speak to you about why you wherever you are right now yeah you've got to really grow you've got to really really grow Angie interviews how she lives her life openly and honestly after everything she's experienced and everyone she has spoken with. And that was by Jay-Z. And then Pharrell Williams says that she's the voice of New York. And then Jennifer Lopez calls her a true champion of our culture. Nicki Minaj says that she is the hip-hop Oprah. And then um, and, um, Adrian Balian Bally, um, Bally, um, says she's the voice that does not disappoint. I'm reading this book, right? And I'm thinking to myself, I looked at all these books and of course, 
I'm not going to not share the Michelle Obama Becoming book. Um, the Michelle Obama book. But I know the majority of the women watching me are young black women, probably under 30 years old at home. Right? Our peers, Angie Martinez, Maria Rodial, Chris Jenner, Ariane Huffington, Lean In, um, Tamara Mellon. Not a single one black woman female author here. There isn't many female business women that are authors. And I, and I sat down and I, and I decided, I've been stalling on doing this book for years. I wanted to do, do this book in 2017, I crashed it. I wanted this book in 2018, I crashed it. I actually had the book ready to go live in 2019. And, you know, I crashed it then. But I, I, but I, but obviously as you know before coming to a decision like this it has to go through a lot of process i'm going to speak to a lot of people about it am i making an emotional decision is this a responsive decision why am i doing this right so i spoke with my mentor i spoke with my father i spoke with my leaders i spoke with my brothers and i said this is what i want this is what i really want to do and the big question is why i looked at all of the books in my library right and guys i didn't see me i didn't see you <laughs> I didn't see you. I didn't see your parents. I didn't see your mum. I didn't see your dad. I, 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 maybe Steve Harvey, right? I didn't see us writing books. And, and I began to ask those around me. And I said, what is the first book you read? What is the first book you read when you think about wanting to start a business? And every young boy in the hood, black boy, young boy, they talk about, oh, um, I want to, I want to, I, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I'm going to show you guys this thing again. Lean in, Sheryl Sandberg, Ariana Huffington, Thrive, Chris Jenner, Maria Rodial, Angie Martinez, some of my favorite authors, these are not even all, and the Tamara Mellon in my shoes. And I couldn't see myself. I couldn't see. And everybody in these books, guys, they're talking about pain. They're talking about their truth. You're going to get all of the answers you want. Everything. I, 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 like, guys, I go in deep. I, I, in the book, I speak about being at gunpoint <laughs> in Spain. I talk about being at gunpoint in Spain, you know, um, by, the, by, by the police. I speak about Italy. I speak about, um, um, I speak about, See, my mind, I can't remember. I speak about Antwerp. I speak about all of these things from a place of hope. But also, it's a business book. How on earth do you go through so much? How on earth do you go through so much, so much, and you don't share that? How on earth do you go through so much battering? How on earth do you go through so much pain? My pain isn't Instagram comments. <laughs> by now, by now, you should understand the kind of person I am. By now, you should understand the kind of person I am. My pain isn't Instagram. My pain isn't social media. My pain is making sure that another female rises and doesn't go through what I went through. My pain isn't um, um, anything else except for I have a message. I have a message. What is my message? My message is ensuring that everything that I went through and I'm not talking about everything that I went through self-inflicted pain because most of it was self-inflicted pain. But the things that I went through, do I have the capacity to raise a new level? Guys, let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to be bold. Whoever, the, whoever 
in, 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 in the women's space, whether it's going to be the, the next, if we have another female prime minister, I can, I can bet my life, I will have an involvement. I will have a say. Whether my say is through influence of social media, whether my say is raising the next lawyer, raising the next banker, it's too late now. It, you, can, you can have an opinion on a marimola, but by the time I print that book, by the time I begin to break the walls of impossibility for other women, by the time somebody says, okay, this woman though, she's done a madness, but what she's saying in this book, how do you have capacity to write out? And that capacity to write out is finding leadership, is receiving, seeing the ladder has been sent down to me. Seeing the ladder, and, and, and I think you guys are misunderstanding. There are incredible black authors out there. So many black authors, they are incredible. I'm talking about female black business leaders. Where are they? I want to see 50. There may be one or two, and we all know who they are. We all know who they are. One or two, the obvious ones. Ah, shut. Let's even say five or ten. Where is the 50? But I know that if you go on Dragon's Den, when, when, when you looked at Dragon's Den, was there one female business owner that can relate to your pain? Because I, I was even thinking about venture capitalists and raising money for a business. You're looking at me right now, right? And I know that you have something you want to become. I know there is somebody you want to be. You're, you're watching this Periscope or this Instagram live and you're, you're, you want to become something and you're frustrated. You're watching me and you're thinking this lady's hair is nice and all of these things and all of the stuff and did this happen? But you, there's something you want to become outside of the noise and everything else. There's something you want to become, right? And you're wondering, how do I become this thing? And I'm saying to you guys that I'm glad. I have to take every crooked turn. I'm so glad. I'm not talking about black female coups and CEOs and women on boards. That may, that may not be my call. I'm not called to the workplace. I'm called to the entrepreneur. I'm called to, I'm called to the person. You know, I, I always think about, you know, the ability that, you know, a drug dealer, if I dare say it, it's me so I can say it. The business acumen a drug dealer has if he has the right mentorship to drop that. If he, has the, if he has the right leadership to drop selling drugs, who he can become? Who he can become? If only he had the right leadership, if he had the right structure. And, and, and that's, that's why I'm saying that more female business leaders need to rise, way more. I need to see more female business. I'm, that's, that's, right now, that's my pain. Right now, that's my pain. So um, at 12 p.m. today, you'll be able to go on my website, marimola.com, and you'll be able to register for the book and the countdown of the book, the cover, and all is released on the 12th, which is two days away from now. Two days away from now, and you can register. And it, it's, it's not even about um, shouting or screaming, but it's about perspective. I'm looking at this perspective. I'm looking at who we are. And I'm looking, okay, well, okay, I, I want help. I want help. I want business help. I want to start a business. I want to start, many of you guys are watching it. The amount of business people tell me I want to start a hair business. I'm okay, so who's going to invest in you? Who's going to mentor you? Who's going to coach you? Where is the black, where is, look guys, there are so many of you on Alibaba. 
buying hair all day, every day, bundles this, bundles that, selling inches and all of this, doing hair from home. But I want to see one of you become a multi-millionaire of selling hair. Nobody has done it in the UK. But if I go to America and we see people like Ming Lee, this person, that person, and you're thinking, how? Wait, what's going on? And I'm saying that the reason why I'm here is because I know, I know exactly what I ought to be doing. Gathering these women together. What would it take to gather 10, 20 hairdressers to build one brand? And we all go to them. What would it take? Because we're, I'm st we're still going. We're still going to the Asian stores to buy our hair. We're still going to Asian stores to buy our hair. What would it take? I see, you know, I'm going to, guys, you know me. I I'm trying my best to not be this person, but I've got to be honest. And that's why you guys come here. I see black girls starting makeup businesses. But all we're doing is putting our logo. We didn't go through the process. The process that harder beauty went through. The process, and it's not about money, it's about hunger. Nobody taught you how to go through process. So we, as black women, we don't like process. We're just going to stick it in the microwave, wait for 60 seconds, and it's come out, and the packaging's amazing, and we're going to go. But I want to talk to you guys about the legalities behind doing something like that. You know there's legalities behind doing things like that. So what about if, you know, um, I'm not going to go into that, actually. I'm not going to say that. But I want you guys to start thinking we don't have enough leaders. Absolutely, absolutely, Nubian Pundal, Pat McGrath, years and years and years of process. And I love you, Auntie Pat, but I don't see you up there talking about business. I don't see you out there recruiting. And I'm going to call, guys, it's me. I don't have no fear. I'm not scared of nobody. And I, listen, guys, I love Pat and I may not know these things. But we need a face. We need somebody that's going to be bold and not care. You know when people go on Dragon's Den? How many of those people do you see, on apart from Levi Ruth, how many of those people do you see are black-owned businesses? They probably don't even get through the process because you have to understand what it takes to run up there, it is different. It is different. It is different for a black woman to start a, a, a tech company. It is different. I'm sorry. Why is it different? She's just not going to be spotted. She's just not going to get the investment. You know, I've been in business for a very long time. So I think I, I'm speaking fair facts. And in the book, you learn about my new business. You learn about my new business. I'm, and I'm absolutely about black excellence. Why am I about black excellence? At the ending of the day, guys, yeah. I'll be honest with you guys. At the ending of the day, what we have on our hands is a generation of girls or women that just want to be on Instagram and look like a baddie. And I'm for it. I'm for it. But I'm also saying that there has to be a focus on finance. There has to be a focus on a new generation of women that are building for their sisters below and the women below. So that's why I'm, I'm talking like this. Because that, gener that, that, that election spun me. I'm just like, but 
These girls are moving like they're hella related. They don't know each other from nowhere. I'm not talking, oh my God, guys, the print is here. Sorry guys, I'm not gonna show you guys the cover. I'm not gonna show you guys the cover yet, but this is what I'm gonna be finally reading out today. I've kept some really cool pages in the book. I'll show you this though. I'll show you some stuff actually. I'm not gonna show you the cover. Um, I'm gonna show you the contents page of the book so you guys can see. Um, I'm so proud. I'm really proud of this, guys. I'm proud of this because irrespective of how my year has been, like, you know, even writing this book made me think about my, my biological father a lot and just thinking about, like, how much he poured into me. Um, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. What you guys should definitely get is get, get a try. Get help. That help, like... And sometimes we have people around us, right? And we don't, um, we don't consider them. We look at them like, oh, that's just my sister. I live with her. Or this, 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 that, and Java. We don't consider those people. But one of the things that I'm so grateful for is I think I was born in a really, really good tribe, you know? And you, and you know what? Yeah, I'm going to rate myself, actually. I'm going to rate myself a little bit. I think I am about it. Do you know what it takes to do something like this? In the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> um, do you know what it takes to do something like this when you've just just finished? Look, my, it's, it's my, it was my mum's birthday coming up. And yesterday, they went to lay flowers on my dad's tombstone. or um, They went to the burial ground. And um, she called me and she was crying. And she was like, oh, you know, um, like I haven't really seen you a lot and stuff like that. And whatever. And I just said to my mum, mum, brace it you gotta you gotta get this together and a lot of people and this i need you guys to understand yeah that i don't i'm not just aggressive or i'm not just bold pretend or bold pretend to you guys or the girls at home or i'm it's me i told my mom listen mom yeah bad things happen and bad things happen to good people and it's painful but i need you to understand something you are still young <laughs> you are still young and you are fortunate enough to be able to have another life. Meaning you can start all over again. Or, or, or you can cry. I won't be joining you. I will not be joining you to cry. Every time you call me, in fact, you will see me less and less. Because I've got to keep a level head. My head has got to be like this. And occasionally when you want to cry, I'm going to be there. But I'm not going to be there all the time. Because I know where I'm coming from. I know where I'm coming from. You know, I know where I'm coming from. And I know that a lot of my mindset, I know a lot of my mindset has come from you. So, you know, um, when I'm when I'm looking at the dedication, I just had to really think that I'm really grateful. Because not only is it that I had a really great tribe, I think I was born into a really great tribe. And that is hella lucky. Or blessed, whichever you want. So, this is the content page. And as you can see, I'm not guessing. The, the, the second thing, the first thing is the introduction. And the first thing is find your tribe. Find help. Find your tribe. Um, and then I go into money. Because I know you guys like talking about money a lot. Um, I talk about how to raise capital for your startup. How to get cash. Like, you guys are on here because you want to know how I get money.
So I had to put it in the book. How do you raise capital? How did I? Nobody actually asked. Like, how did you raise? Do you know how much it costs to start up a shop in Westfield? 150k. How does a 23-year-old raise 150,000 pounds? And you look, guys, let me be honest with you. There's nothing called secrets. There's nothing called secrets in this world, not in the world of the internet, right? <laughs> there, I have never, ever been convicted of any crime for any of the businesses that I've ever, ever started. So I stand boldly to be able to teach from this book to say how to raise capital for your startup. Then... Um, number four is the cut and you guys will write, um, learn more about that and then um, number six is the principles on how to produce because there is hella capos everybody here coming soon pages every freaking day of the week coming soon page coming soon Instagram account coming soon logo holding pages been up for ages like how like how so the principles on how to actually produce something. How do, how do you actually give birth to a vision? And then I'm going to be talking to you guys about how to remain inspired. You know, it is really difficult, guys. It's really, 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 really difficult to remain inspired. Like, it's really difficult. It's really difficult to stay inspired. There's a lot going on. When you come off this Instagram, when you come off this Periscope, many of you guys are going to be looking outside your council flat windows, looking down. And I was that person. I was living in the council. Look, I, I, I left prison, lost my house. Yeah, lost my house. I didn't live at home with my parents. Came back to move in to my parents' house with a baby. Long. So as much as I was angry at the internet, angry at people winning online, angry at everything else, the big fact of the matter is this, guys. I'm looking outside the window. And I'm facing my life. So I can be angry with anyone if I want to be. But the fact of the matter is this. I wasn't producing any substantial results. So I talked to you about how I got out of that space. Um, how to push. I speak about relationships a lot. Um, I think I'm, I'm, I'm quite good at keeping relationships. I think I'm quite good at keeping relationships. Um, so I speak about that um, and understanding the relationships to keep, the people to keep around you, especially when you're building something, right? Guys, you're going to have to have tunnel vision. I can't hear nobody. I can't see nobody except those that I have chosen, those that I have let in, those that I have let in, right? So you, when you're building or you're starting something, you're going to have to have hella tunnel vision, you're going to have to be so focused, you know, like I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be personal in there in the book as well. I'm going to talk about my relationship. Do I have one? Am I having one? How does that work? What does that look like? Because it's important. It's important that when you're building a dream as a woman, you've got to have focus. But the internet tells us it's date night with bait. It's let's go to Hakkasan, but ain't nobody got no money to invest in my business or your business or whatever it is, or it's this or it's that. So I need you to understand, I need you to understand how to build and secure relationships that count most, right? Um, and then I go in about personal branding, which is my forte. Personal branding, how to build a brand, how to leverage off your brand. And then I speak about how to do your own PR. How do you do your own PR? 
I think this is a fantastic way of doing your own PR. You've got to speak about your brand. You've got to keep talking. You've got to keep working on it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you ain't got budget for it. It doesn't matter if that, that budget looks like nobody's around. You've got to keep fighting. It, it, look, at the end of the day, yeah, what makes me laugh so much is that after all is said and done, you are still going to be here. In 10 years time, are you still going to be on Twitter? On black Twitter? Or will you have built something sustainable? Are you still going to be on Instagram? Or would you have built something sustainable? If you go back to last week's Periscope, I began to speak to you guys about people that we admired. People that we looked up to. They're not around now. I don't care if you're verified on Instagram. If you've got a million followers. Have you built something that is sustainable? And that's what I'm speaking about in the book. Um, and I spoke about road mapping. Road mapping is so key. How do I roadmap? How do I strategize? And I spoke about um, how to get access in, into certain places. How to get access into certain places. I've been speaking like this and it goes on. There are about 30 chapters. It's really, really, really long. And, you know, I've been speaking like this for four years on the internet, right? I've been speaking like this on the internet for four years. I've been speaking like this from the corner of my bedroom um, in, in my mum's house with nothing there, like nothing was going on there. I've been speaking like this when I lost my business. I've been speaking like this when I had no business. I've been speaking like this when I was a startup. And I understand that there has to be something. There has to be something that makes a person want to keep pushing. And I was asking my mentor, what do you think it is? Why do you think I'm like this? Ah, I just remembered. There's another chapter called Procrastination Monitor. How do you know you're not procrastinating on those dreams? How do you know? You know, I guys, you know that I'm not a weak person. I can use all of my energy to be fighting on, on, on socials. and do, I don't have that energy. The energy I have is to see the new generation of leaders. This new generation of leaders. I'm on Instagram and I'm on Periscope this morning. And I understand that in this time, we all have a responsibility. Whether you're an artist, whether you're a musician, whether you're an artist, whether you're a musician, you have an audience. Whether people are watching you for the right things or the wrong things. The key thing is this, guys. What are you doing now that all eyes are watching you? And I'm looking at the way these women who are part of um, running America right now, they are not playing. Everything they ever wanted to do, they are doing. Everything they ever wanted to do for their country, they are doing it. Everything they ever wanted to see, they are doing it. But what about you? What about the things you want to do? I know there are things you want to do. I know there are things that you're dreaming about doing. I know there are things that you actually, you want to go and take that master's. You want to go and take that master's, but that fear is there. And why is the fear there, guys? Because we don't have enough leaders. The world doesn't have enough leaders. The leaders that we have are on Instagram taking off their clothes, calling themselves inspirations. The leaders that we have are on Instagram early in the morning, doing nothing with their lives. But they have power. 
They can say something and people will hear them. People will hear them. But we have a responsibility. I have, and I realized, you know, this week that I have a responsibility. I have a responsibility. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I have a responsibility and I have an, ass- an assignment. And part of that assignment is making sure, part of that assignment is making sure, yeah, that everything I went through, the pain that I went through, you know, as I said to you guys, being held at gunpoint in Spain is not a joke. It's not a joke. And that was, I think we were recounting the dates, I was recounting the dates in the magazine at the time, in, in, in the book at the time. It was a while ago. So it, those you don't forget those things. The pain from that ex- experience, you don't forget those things. But those things make you hungry. Those things make you hungry. Those things make you wanna wanna go harder. Those things wanna make you get money to get out of the neighborhood you're from. Those things make you wanna grab other people. I speak a lot about grooming and how it works. You know, I I, I watched Top Boy, um, the first Top Boy, I haven't watched the second one, right? I watched Top Boy and I love it and we all love it. But there is another underground world that we don't know about, that people don't speak about. But that world is also grooming and raising young leaders. But I have a responsibility. I have a responsibility that my story is just not for myself because that would make me selfish. That would make me selfish. I'm so, I'm really excited, guys. Honestly, I'm encouraged. My hour is up. I've been up, I've been on for an hour. My hour is up. Um, thank you, Periscope. Thank you, Instagram, for tuning in today. For those of you guys that want to watch the full thing, it stays on, it actually stays on Periscope forever unless I remove it. Um, um, it stays on Periscope. You can go back and watch it. And there are, there are, there are gems here. Whether you like them or you don't, <laughs> whether you listen back to this in five years' time or you don't, whether you become something or you don't, it's your call. It's your call. But I've decided, um, I've decided that I'm going to win. I'm going to win. You know what it takes? You know what it takes? You know, I'm, guys, I, I just cannot get over the presidential election. It was crazy. Do you know what it takes to become? And I was, I was asking, one of my friends was saying, oh my God, you know, the pre- those that are running for president, they're like in their seventies, like what the heck, this is that, that and job. And I'm like, okay, guys, that guy had to have 70 plus years of wins. Okay, let's be serious. Maybe, maybe 50 years or maybe 40 strong, active, working public years. Do you know what it takes to win for 40 years? Some of us haven't even won for a day. You haven't won for a day. Your parents have never won. Your parents have not done, the most your parents have done is put you on this earth and that's it. You're still in bad relationships. You're still having bad friendships. Guy, you have not won. Many of you guys are watching this from a hot, from, from, from a bad place. You haven't won. Do you know what it takes? I'm not talking about who won or who didn't win. Do you know what it takes? Do you know what it takes, guys, to, 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 to face a public life for 40 years and win consistently the bashing? You're going to make mistakes. 
You're going to make mistakes. But it's what you do now. And I'm loving, I'm lo- I'm, guys, I'm loving what the Americans are doing right now. They're using that time. I saw something that Biden put up yesterday and it was a declaration to his employees. And what he was saying was that, hey, if you're going to be part of this work, um, um, White House, I believe in you. I believe in your days off. I believe in your Christmas leave. I believe in your whatever, your religious beliefs, your birthdays, your children, all of these things. They're beginning to make a shift. And as that shift has happened from the White House, we'll begin to see it happen in, in the corporate space. We'll begin to see it happen in the workplace. We'll begin to see it happen in even lower level jobs. Help is coming because leaders are rising. My simple question is, are you going to decide to rise? I've decided to rise. I'm excited for this new season. I'm excited to see more women come together, you know, and rise and do something incredible. I'm excited, guys. I love you guys so much. Instagram, thank you so much. Press thank you.